0: my first free
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're free. Free worshipers. Amen. Amen. Free worshipers. Amen. Oh, the worshiper in me wants to be free. From the cares of life that seem to weigh me down. Yes, the worshiper in me needs consistency. The worship by me wants to break free from the intellectual mentality. Like when I should be above, seated in my seat, I should be lifting my hands, giving you praise and glory. I should be giving you more, yeah, 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 yeah. more.
0: We just free. want to break bring- free. I give you more, I give you more, I give myself, myself away. Yeah. Jesus, you more, I give you more, my life you more. my own, I give you more, Jesus to you I belong, I give you more, I give myself, I give myself away, I give myself away. Oh
2: As we continue in this Lenten series of messages surrounding the traits of Jesus today, we want to talk about a Jesus power, a Jesus power. This word of Paul serves as strong evidence that there is something beneficial to knowing that Jesus has the power to deliver us from our sin and usher us into his salvation. The word that Paul uses here that is translated power is the word dunamis. It is meant to convey all aspects of God's power. Creatively, God is the prime mover of existence, causing all that is in the universe. Intrinsically, power is inherent to God. And what that means is you can't separate God from the power that he possesses and displays. But because God desires an intimate relationship with us, he makes it possible for us to share in his power. He makes it possible for us to use his power to triumph over the other powers of the world. So not only is dunamis inherent to God, but it is inherent to every disciple of Jesus through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. That's why this same Paul declares later in this same epistle, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. My brothers and sisters, one of the themes of Lent is that in Jesus we have access to power, enough to face down and overcome any and every other power that may rise against us. In Jesus we can say greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. In Jesus, we have a defense against satanic forces, for we can put the whole armor of God on so that we can withstand the wiles of the devil. This power is the key to living a spiritually successful life. This power is the only way to effectively combat the evil that is all around us. And make no mistake about it, there is evil all around us. It's not merely a matter of differences of opinion or differences in perspective. There is evil in this world. When folk are trying to take health insurance away, From millions of people that's not a difference of opinion that's evil when we uphold corruption in law enforcement and the criminal justice system that's not a difference in perspective that is evil creating an environment that makes it lucrative to invest in South Baton Rouge but not put any money in North Baton Rouge. That's not just a difference of belief. That's evil. There are conditions all around us. They confront us on a daily basis, and on our own, we don't have what it takes to prevail. But when we tap into the dunamis that is Jesus Christ, Jesus equips and enables us to overcome the terrible and evil conditions that we face day by day. In our text, Paul is talking about being locked into that power. He frames this word in the context of warning that he gives to the Philippian church to guard against those who would suggest that other things must be added to our faith in order to be saved. You see, embedded in the church were some heretics called Judaizers who taught that for one to have a true relationship With Christ, they must also submit to the rigors of the Mosaic covenant. They were disrupting the worship of Jesus by placing requirements on Christians that Jesus never placed. Church, we have to be careful not to believe every spirit, we have to test the spirit to see if they are from God. In case you hadn't been paying attention, there are some folk right around us who want to put roadblocks in folks' way that will keep them from getting close to Jesus. There are folk all around us who want to place requirements on your faith that Jesus never gave. Paul warns us against these heretics. He says, steer clear of barking dogs. Be careful of religious busybodies. All bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances. And then he says, the real belief." are the ones who know that the Spirit of God is all that we need in order to be who God has called us to be. Don't be concerned about those who try to put roadblocks in your way. Get to know Jesus for yourself. And once you know him, nobody can shake that knowledge from you. Paul, in framing his response to those who would dare make such ridiculous assertions, talks about the power of Jesus as the only essential power to our spiritual walk. He says, I once was like those folk but I gave up all of that inferior stuff so that I could know Jesus personally, so that I could experience his resurrection power, so that I could be a full partner in his suffering and go all the way with him to death itself. If there was any way to get in on the resurrection from the dead I wanted to do it now it's important my brothers and sisters that you see that Paul makes a direct connection between power and suffering He makes a direct connection between power and death. And these connections are important because it's only through suffering and death that we can rise to the power of Jesus and see it on full display. When you talk about Jesus and power, his power wasn't on full display When He turned water into wine. His power wasn't on full display when he fed thousands with a few fish and a few loaves of bread. No, his power was on full display after he had died a horrific death and then rose early on a Sunday morning. It's that. It's that dunamis that I rely on. It's that dunamis that is my triumph and my joy. It's that dunamis that is the foundation of my faith. It's that power that serves as my reassurance that come what may, if I keep my hand in God's hand, everything will be all right. When you think about Calvary, you, you have to know that there were other powers on display there. Evil was on display, and evil has power. I've already talked about the fact that evil is prevalent in our government and in many of our social institutions. But can I tell you, evil is also prevalent in a lot of us, Evil reveals itself in selfishness. It reveals itself in in self-destructive behavior. It reveals itself in misery. Some folk are so miserable all the time that you don't want to be bothered with them. If you see them coming, you go the other way. Evil is a power. And it's a power that can break us if we're not careful. Evil was on display at Calvary, but also suffering was on display at Calvary. And whenever we start talking about suffering in Calvary, we think about nails in his hands and in his feet and the crown of thorns that was on his head. But there was more than physical suffering at Calvary. There was psychological suffering for the mob that was there used their power to say crucify him. They mocked him and spit on him. One who was dying with him said he saved others, but he can't save us. There was emotional suffering for those that were closest to him had abandoned him. One betrayed him, another denied him, and the others ran away and hid. There was even spiritual suffering at Calvary. For at the height of his torment, Jesus felt so alone that he cried out to heaven, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My brothers and sisters, don't ever forget that suffering is an outgrowth of evil. Where you see the power of evil, the power of suffering is not that far behind. But as I say that, let me encourage you with this. Suffering doesn't have to defeat you. If you're a child of God, Suffering can bring the best out of you. If you're a child of God, you can learn how to stand in the midst of your suffering. While he was suffering, Jesus cried out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. While he was suffering, he held death back. And extended the invitation to discipleship and declared to a dying thief, this day you will be with me in paradise. Yes, suffering is a powerful force and suffering is an outgrowth of the power of evil. But suffering can be transformative if you put it in the Lord's hands. At Calvary, we see the power of evil and we see the power of suffering. But Paul says there was another power on display. And that power was greater than any other power. That power was the power of Jesus' resurrection. Oh, if you shift your view from Friday to Sunday... Shift your view from a blood-stained cross to a quiet cemetery. And there you'll see the power of Jesus' resurrection transforming our lives. He died to redeem us, but he rose to save us. He died to pay our ransom but he rose to secure our deliverance. He died to help us deal with evil, but he rose in supremacy and in triumph. And I am glad that beyond the power of evil and beyond the power of suffering, there is the power of his resurrection. Because he lives, I can also live. Because he lives, I can face my tomorrows. Because he lives, all of my fears are gone. Because he lives, I can deal with whatever comes my way. Every day is not going to be sunshine. There's going to be problems and trials and tribulations. But I thank God that he's able to bring us through everything because he has power, 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 wonder-working power. It's in the blood of Jesus Christ. Power. Power to walk with me, power to talk with me, power to lift up a bow down head, power to bind up a broken heart. There's power in Jesus Christ. And so I can say like Paul, I don't put any stock in human accolades. I don't put any stock in certificates and in plaques on the wall. I just want to know Jesus. I want to get closer to him every day. I want to walk in his footsteps. I want to hold his hand. I I want him to guide me while I run my race because I don't want to run it in vain stay with me jesus walk with me jesus stand by me jesus and i know that you'll make everything all right fire's going to sing a hymn deacons are coming across ministers are coming down there's power in jesus christ